Rasmus Brugger, welcome to the <laughs> podcast, bro. Thank you, sir. Did you like the intro? I did. Yeah, nice. Norwegian. Norwegian, even stuff. though none of us are. Nah, I'm. I'm definitely not Norwegian. I don't feel Norwegian <laughs> either. How about you? I don't feel Norwegian, but I, I, I feel being in Norway. Yeah, you feel it. Yeah, for sure. How so? Sorry, man. I'm just I mean, fucking with the shit. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Keep talking. Yeah, no, just like the fact that. Denmark is like flat and windy and Norway has mountains and waves and yeah like incredible nature. Yeah. So I'm like stoked to be here but I I'm stoked to be with my Danish homies here. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because it's like more like you know like wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the landscape I, is wild, right? Yeah, the the landscape is wild but the Norwegians are more uh, pale. Yeah, passive the, kind of. They're like gonna, little less. haters for saying that, but yeah, they, they, <laughs> I think they know it though. Yeah, it's not it's not a surprise. Yeah, but Danish people are a little bit more wild. I I think so. Yeah, yeah. Same with Australians. Like outgoing, if fully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny because I have like a lot of Australian and a lot of Danish friends in Oslo. Yeah. So it's like it's it's fun to stick together, but I I do love Norway and I feel Norwegian in the sense of living here. You mm. know, it's like it, I would never live in Denmark. No, why not? It's just like raining, I don't know, 300 days a year and there's yeah. not really any summer, not really any winter. Yeah. So for me, it's important to have snow Yeah. and and mountains yeah. and and waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like nature as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, dude, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast. Uh-huh. Because uh, I find your spirit yeah. very attractive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way that you're <laughs> structuring your life, it seems like you're just doing things and going to places that you want to do and that you want to visit. Yeah. It's kind of like it's structure. It's self in a way, you know, it's like it started out to being like, okay, I want to go to Norway and snowboard. Yeah. And then everything kind of evolved from there. Like, yeah. Okay. I just want to, I, I, I really said like, I don't want to study. No. Nah. It was like the main <laughs> main purpose. Yeah. I wanted to show that okay, study is is good. Mm. I definitely agree on it's good, but it's like you really need to know what you need. Yeah, and that's from there. It kind of like okay, you know, going places, surfing, snowboarding, earning a little bit of money here, a little bit like and living super cheap mm. because you, yeah, figure out I don't need much. Yeah, which I think it's the main issue that people study because they think they need a lot yeah and they need to earn a lot of money yeah they get they fall into that trap exactly yeah 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 yeah. so you I, I guess you, but i mean but you you end up uh sacrificing a lot of maybe what you really want to do with your time to get money to do yeah. what you want to do with your time but if you just yeah you cut just out for a, a lot of time yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's like people that like work so much for a holiday yeah and then they realize like oh shit i could have just worked less and had and a had longer the, holiday yeah, yeah it's like yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. and i mean it's like it all comes down to time or yeah. money i guess yeah, yeah, yeah and how to spend it Sorry, man. No I'm, worries. I'm just paranoid checking some shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, every like you know, the more complex the podcast gets, yeah, like the like, fucking the more. Yeah, I'm impressed. Like uh, big cameras and stuff. I was like waking up in a car in the morning and be like, good thing we're on a podcast, not on a <laughs> on a television. Yeah, but 
it's and, dope, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, I love to be presenting. Oh, thanks, man. So Coffee. The better. Yeah, thank you so much. Legend. Cheers, Ola. Cheers, Ola. Ola, cheers, mate. Oh, I fucking say cheers to you, bro. Sweet. Thank you, sir. No worries. And just one more reminder, just yeah. real close with the microphone. I can't really hear shit. These fucking. Okay. Things, you. This is good. Oh, sorry. How's that? <laughs> can you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just my headphones are fucked. Just talk for a second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talk, that's better. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll stay on. I will touch with my n- newly grown beard. Yeah, it's very handsome. I never had that, but now I was traveling for like two months, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna let it let it stay." Yeah, because I didn't have an option to remove it. Yeah, fuck so it. I was like, "Fuck it." I think it's dope. <laughs> so, so tell me about your lifestyle. Because yeah. you you what you live in a van or what do you live uh, in a car or what's nah, your deal? Not re- I mean. Last year, it kind of changed uh, a little bit because we were a friend of mine. I asked him, like he's a surfer, Magnus, and I asked him, do you want to go on a trip? I just bought a new van. And he was like, yeah, sure. And then we were like, okay, we should drive from Lofoten to Morocco. Just oh, see shit. how it goes. Wow. Yeah. And and doing that, we were like, okay, we, we should have like a main purpose on the trip, not just two homeboys having fun on the coast. Mm. So we wanted to pick one kilo of trash off the beach mm. in order to drive 10 kilometers on the road. Oh, wow. Yeah, to like kind of showcase like the ocean's issues yeah. with plastic and stuff. I yeah. know that we are not going to like clean the ocean, but maybe we can do a positive yeah. impact. Yeah. Um, so we did that. We, we went in September and we went all the way down to the the south of portugal where covid kicked back gotcha yeah and yeah. then we were like okay fuck it let's go home for christmas yeah and then uh we drove to this north spain northwest of spain coast yeah galicia mm. where our van broke down the first day oh shit and then we were like okay it's no snow in norway there's no uh there's not really any great weather there is pumping waves here yeah <laughs> did, oh, did, did, did you hear that yeah did, uh, do you want to just ditch the fucking headphones yeah we can ditch them. yeah i yeah. don't know man this, <laughs> the, the headphones thing is kind of fucking with me today yeah it looks cool though it looks cool but uh pro yeah all right fuck it yeah fuck it yeah okay so then you guys are yeah we were just like fuck it let's stay there yeah. and and just surf and and kind of live as cheap as we could so we checked into a hostel for one month it was three hundred euros for a month yeah for two guys and breakfast damn so we were just like fuck norway is so expensive (laughs) let's just stay here yeah yeah and then we end up meeting a girl that introduced us to uh a guy that owned a surf house which were empty during the winter so he was like oh you guys should just stay in the surf house and we should do like we should try to to try to connect norway with north of spain Mm. and maybe get some people down here or whatever you know it's like it's quite wild there and it's quite hard to get to. Yeah. Not super hard. You just go on two or three planes, but it's like you have to, you don't go that far. Yeah. And it's not like you don't drive there. Uh, so we stayed with him for two months and then we were like, and then finally our van got fixed yeah. because it was an old Toyota. Mm. So they couldn't get any parts for it. Yeah. And, the, and the, um, it was like the cylinder head was broken. Yeah. And a new one would be 2,500 euros. 
Shit. New? Oh my god. Yeah, so That's we so went much. to Portugal twice to pick up a new one and to get like a broken one to take parts from the broken one to put into a new kind of yeah. So they fixed it in the end. Yeah. And then we drove back. Mm. But in the meantime, I met a girl there, mm. which is now my girlfriend. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So it's kind of like since we, we left last September, it's like one and a half year ago now, I guess. Yeah. I'm so bad at month, like really. Yeah. <laughs> Time yeah, is just yeah, a concept, no, bro. Yeah. So it's not this September, but the last September. It kind of like changed a lot because, I mean, I was more, not materialist, yeah. but more like, uh, maybe you need that or you need this. But then I did that trip and I was just like, fuck, man, you don't need anything. You need a van yeah. and time yeah, to do whatever you want. Mm. So then we, we were like, we after three months in, in Spain, we drove back. The car broke down in, in, in um, Sweden again. Yeah. And we had to kind of ditch it. <laughs> uh, but no... We are going to do a, a full web show yeah. uh, later on with Love. Uh, so I won't um, yeah, yeah. spoil too much. Spoil too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, then I kind of stuck in the thought of this girl. And then I went back to Spain and we kind of like hanged out. And then it was like, okay, it's, it works super well. And then... Now in October, we went on a new trip, kind of like up to the north of Norway to show her, mm. like Norway and surfing Norway. And where's she from? She's from France, but yeah. lives in Spain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So you just travel around. Yeah. It was like kind of okay. It's nice, and I can be in, I can be in in uh, Spain yeah. with her, and I was in Norway doing events. And in Denmark doing the Waterfest, yeah, which you might have, yeah, seen. yeah, yeah, yeah. big yeah. fan of that, by oh, the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I love the Waterfest. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it worked out so well. Yeah. Even though we came home from our trip last year, and I I broke my knee, which I'm gonna have a surgery on tomorrow. Yeah. As you said, it was like sick. We could fit it in before. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I came home. I did three runs of snowboarding in Hemsala, mm. and I fucking blew my meniscus. So I've been like struggling with that the whole summer, trying to fix that without a surgery. Yeah, that's hard to fix without surgery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they grow back together, or sometimes it's like you can kind of do voodoo flossing, exactly, and shit like that. But then it's just now it's like all bag. I have my stability and everything, but I just don't. It it locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is a part of the meniscus in the knee that are. It's fucked. like a bucket handle tear. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I kind of like. Yeah. yeah that's painful yeah it sucks so yeah. now i was like fuck it i ordered a surgery get it done yeah fix it tomorrow hopefully yeah is it the first surgery that you've had on the knee it's the first surgery i have on my right knee but yeah. i had two on the left knee same issue with the meniscus i or? had an acl surgery when i was like 18 yeah or 19 with the meniscus kind of like sewing yeah and then i broke the acl again and the meniscus and then they just Remove a little part of the meniscus, yeah. but didn't do the ACL. And I have quite good knees. I just need to not fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> because I can surf and snowboard and I, I don't have ACL on either. Yeah. I don't have the front ACL on either knees. Wow. But, you know, I, it's been working super well. Yeah. Hopefully it will, over time, still work. But yeah. 
I as guess, long as you keep doing like some fucking, yeah. you know, like knees of a toes yeah. guy kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. inspiring to see people, but you never really know what's behind it. So I'm kind of like, is this guy just like a machine and it won't work for anyone else? Or is it just, you know, it's like... I don't think he's just a machine. No, I, 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 it, I definitely it, think it's... In the, the jiu-jitsu community, yeah. there's a lot of knee injuries, obviously, right? Just things get, mm-hmm. you know, things just happen. Yeah. And a lot of people that I know have been doing the knees of a t- uh, yeah. toes, to- knees of a toes knees program, of a toes, yeah, and they sweat by it. Yeah, yeah perfect. Oh, that's good it. to hear because yeah. I would, you know, I never really, I see people they are like following him, him on Instagram. It's like a guy on Instagram, yeah. knees of a toes, and then you're like, yeah, okay, and it's, it's cool. But and I feel like it's just also about doing stuff. Yeah. To the knees. Yeah. <laughs> and then. I did a lot of slack line and standing on the Pilates balls mm. and, you know, like throwing balls up against the wall while being in a balanced position, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and, I, and definitely works because I snowboarded after double ACL and meniscus yeah. and ACL on the other knee mm. and meniscus yeah. problems. So definitely just stay on to it. But, and that's what, that's really to look back at the other question about like my life, it's like it's really important to have time to do that mm. because I could see myself in a nine to five job, but I wouldn't have any time to do stability training for the knees. No. So I'm super happy that it works out with doing yeah break knees and yeah have time to fix them. Yeah, because that's what like you hear from a lot of people that end up having some kind of issue that requires them to do exercises yeah they, they never do it no exactly they it's like it and they three weeks it. and then yeah they'll stick with it for a while when yeah. i got my acl reconstructed yeah. this is maybe in 2012 or 2013 yeah i knew i wasn't going to do the exercises yeah and then i said he goes are you going to do them i go probably not is there anything <laughs> else i can do he goes yeah. uh bikram yoga yeah yeah and then i did bikram yoga three four five times a week yeah for years yeah i did a lot of it i, I never stopped it's so hard it's so hard it, it sucks so, so bad. fucking bad but my knee recovered like yeah like a champion you know yeah. in maybe seven six seven months eight yeah. months nine whatever the fuck it was yeah, like yeah. it was no, no problem. problem yeah but just that discipline of like yeah okay, i gotta do it because even if i'm going to the gym as well yeah. like i know i should warm up and i know yeah. i should like stretch at the end of it yeah. but i just don't have time yeah i feel like i don't have time yeah especially if i'm training Training in the morning, I get to the gym at fucking eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh shit, I gotta be here at nine. It's yeah. a forty-minute workout. Yeah. Get in the car, fucking yeah. head off. But it seems like you've got like a lifestyle which is perfectly designed for you. So yeah, you get to do what you want when you want. It seems like a yeah. lot of it's season-based. You know, I was going yeah, snowboarding. Yeah. I'm flying to Hawaii. Yeah. Now we're going to Morocco. <laughs> yeah. Now we're living in Spain. Because yeah. you know, one of the things that I saw about what you're doing, it was like maybe it was a couple of years ago, like 2018 or 2019. Yeah. It was in October because I saw that you were like doing a lot of stuff here. You were doing yeah. like the dudzing and yeah. you were doing the water fest and everything. Yeah. And then it's like as soon as it turned cold, you went to Hawaii. Yeah. And I go, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the move. That's that the, move. the move. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it must have been in like October or something. Yeah, it was October, I think. It was uh, 2019. Yeah. I was filming for a girls retreat, actually. Yeah. In Hodevik in uh, May. Yeah. And then they were so stoked on having me there that they were like, oh you coming to Hawaii. Nice. And I was just like, fuck yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. October is like, every October, November, I try to escape Norway because it's like, now we are here, October, and it's like, 
puking snow, mm. but like wet snow that you can use for shit. Yeah. Everything is like like soap and brown and yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So really try to avoid those months. Yeah. And then when you come back, you get the winter. And then you when you're coming back around like Christmas, it's like usually okay. Yeah. Sorry, man. Can you just pass me my yeah, phone? Yeah, I for forgot sure. to put on silent. Fucking. Yeah. So yeah, no, um, and that's yeah. Now I was stoked to be in. Uh, I discovered like Lofoten. Yeah. Oh, the surfing there. Yeah, like just the, the north of Norway in general. Mm. Around this time can be so sick. Yeah. Because when COVID kicked in, it was kind of like the only thing that you could do. Yeah. To surf really good waves and mm. do stuff. So then I went up there, and then we went there now, and it's it was like. We were there for three and a half week, mm. and it rained maybe two days. Otherwise, it was like sunrise, sunset, doing six hours a day, mm. and just like I never seen any sunset or like horizon as beautiful as the last three weeks. It was insane. Yeah. What's the name of the beach there? The one that uh, Unstad. Unstad. Yeah. yeah, that's I've been there. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, it's so it's sweet. crazy how nice that beach is. Yeah, yeah. Like and with like, the sand yeah. and the, the mountains, yeah. like and the beach, the cove, yeah. just nestled in there like yeah. that. There's some good barrels there too. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, it was like small waves now, and and but it was like perfect for me and my girlfriend mm. to go up there, have a longboard, you know, like and for the knee as well. It's not like that well yet. Yeah. So yeah. Do you ever get afraid of like the knee locking out when you're in the water? Yeah, yeah, and it locks out every time I surfed. So it's kind of like I had to surf with, with not extending my knee fully. Yeah, yeah. and then when I when I kind of like finished the wave, I would have to kind of like see, okay, is it locked now? Okay, it's locked. So I will have to like keep it bended. I would paddle back out and sit there for maybe twenty minutes trying to unlock it. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like it was so weird. Like, are, you, are you in pain during this time? Not really. No, it's just okay. like. It's like inside pain for knowing that your knee can't. It's like right now. It's like a. It's like <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what you say. It's like a, like a block mm. into the knee. Mm. It's just like fully locked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super thing you could do. Like I tried to like press it against the surfboard and extending it while like twisting the knee to kind of like get that, because I think it's like a fracture of the meniscus. Yeah, that's it. In the knee joint. Yeah. Which is so disgusting. It's yeah. just like. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So when I got mine, I got mine, uh, I, I got it scoped and they stitched it the first time. Yeah. Because that's what they try to do. Yeah. They try to like stitch it, uh, yeah. but there's a high rate of failure. And uh, I woke up and I thought they were going to scope it to yeah. take it out. And he goes, no, we stitched it up. And then within yeah. maybe like three or four months, it started locking out again. Yeah. It's just, it just for, for whatever reason, it doesn't, no, it doesn't the stitch doesn't always work. It doesn't no. go back together. And I mean, you have to be really careful during the rehab to not like bend it and yeah. like it's like you kind of fuck up. I don't know. I'm not an expert at all, but I could imagine like, yeah, you do like you bike and you kind of like it's just push, it's just just, yeah. just life movements. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Sitting in the park, like yeah. getting up, yeah, yeah, like doing anything. You could yeah. be like, ah, oh, just the wrong yeah. angle. The wrong and now it's like if I sit like with more than ninety degrees knees yeah. it would log as well after doing workout yeah so then it's kind of maybe like swallowing up a bit and the little part is moving around and then get yeah. logs and it's like wow i'm just so happy go there tomorrow hopefully they're not gonna stitch it or anything take it out yeah and the guy he just said like enjoy as long as you can mm. when your knees fuck we're gonna change them 
Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I guess that's how it will go. Yeah. So I'm like crossing my fingers for like stem cells and all that shit will really do a revolution to knee surgeries. Yeah. Which I... I think they're on the path towards that. Like you hear about all these different clinics like yeah, in yeah. South America that are like shooting up yeah. athletes. Yeah, you know, no, like, but the guy in the guy I went to, he said that he can do it for for twenty thousand. Yeah, stem cells. Stem cells, where ah. you kind of like, uh, what you when you take it from your fat. Yeah, and then kind of like, whatever, blah blah blah, mix it with uh, your blood, and then put it back in, and they have to kind of like grow. Yeah in a chamber mm. or something. Mm. I mean, I'm not an expert, but it sounded like the real deal. Yeah. Because that's also what I heard, like South America or like Bahamas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And guys would be like 70 years old looking like they were 40 mm. for shooting stem cells. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I hope they gonna... Dude, I spoke... I, I've, I've heard so much different things about stem cells. I spoke to my friend who's a doctor and he's yeah. a bit of a stem cell hater. Oh, yeah. He's like, there's no clinical evidence that yeah, stem yeah. cells actually work. Yeah. But then you hear from people, you know, like on yeah. podcasts or yeah. video interviews that have had stem cells and they swear by it. But I wonder if there's not that much clinical research because in a lot of places, it's yeah. just like illegal. Yeah, you, yeah. you have to do it in fucking South America. Yeah. And the guys that are doing it, they're not wasting time like writing a paper or anything. They're yeah. just healing people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people go to Mexico and stuff and do it. And yeah, yeah that's so, right. In yeah. like fucking Tijuana. Yeah, I think they just so. drive yeah. down over the border yeah. and then get it done. Dude, I met a guy actually. This is a, he, he's actually he's a fucking incredible guy. Yeah. He's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. And uh, he was one of the early adopters of Bitcoin. Super baller. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Super baller. He yeah. was like, he actually owns Bitcoin.com. Damn. Yeah, exactly. So he was like the kind of guy that was buying Bitcoin like when it was like yeah. one or two cents, just giving them away. Yeah, like yeah. The, like the number one poster boy yeah. for Bitcoin. Holy shit. And then he went and got stem cells done. Yeah. And he swears by it. Yeah, yeah. And if he's got the money and the resources, yeah. no problem. Shoot yeah. me with everything. Yeah. And yeah, he fucking he said that it like yeah. it changed his life. You know what I mean? Just revolutionized his ability to compete or yeah. to do sports. To exactly. Do the shit that he loves, basically. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that yeah, it's I not know more snow- common. Snowboarders did it too and like angles and stuff and it's 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 working. And like my other homie in Denmark, he's like a Danish surfer and his, his dad is a doctor doing it. So he got it on his hips and I'm waiting to hear back yeah. about the result because I was speaking to him too and seeing like if he could yeah, just like to see the result of what he's doing, but I think it it, it seems like he's surfing a lot now and yeah. and doing stuff. And it's like as long as it's like the meniscus, like the I don't know the soft tissues, it can like kind of rebuild itself. But mm. I I don't know. I have no idea how it works. No, me either. But if someone would give it to me, I wouldn't say no. Fuck no. It's but then a, paying yeah, like twenty thousand is like, mm, ooh, okay, it's like no. No guarantee. No guarantee that you yeah, will get yeah. better or worse. Yeah. I, I did the PRP yep. a couple of times. Mm. And I think that's like, that's kind of like a boost. Yeah. And then I spoke to the guy doing the PRP the other day and he was like, oh, but it's the same as stem cell. And I was like, okay, but why does it cost like 10 times less mm. then? Yeah. There must be a reason for that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, no. I guess it's a good way to make money. At the time, if there's not that much research mm. on it right now, yeah, because it can be that hard. Like you take some fat from your butt or from your stomach mm. and kind of like makes more stem cells and put it back into the knee. Yeah, in a day, I think. Yeah, 
doesn't seem like it's that hard. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, just, exactly. And yeah. then you're just like, okay. But then also like going to a physio is like 1300 kroner for 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's not that hard to sit there and say, like, oh yeah, your knee is broken. Yeah. Like, okay. What can I do? I don't know. Yeah. Look at it in another month and come back if it doesn't work. Here are some exercises. Yeah. It's just do like, this. yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a photographer too and yeah. filming. And then I was just thinking like, why wow, is this guy can give me 30 minutes like 1300 kroner i need to up my prices yeah <laughs> because it's just <laughs> yeah. like dude you're a great photographer too by the way oh thank you so much yeah i am i love your photography thank yeah, you yeah yeah you just really kind of capture i think like uh, a lot of the essence of the moment yeah that's what i really try to yeah. focus on because i know i'm not i might not be like the nerd the <laughs> the guy that does like wow look at that it's like so clean yeah it's just like fuck that's so blurry but fuck that's a good moment yeah so yeah i really tried to but thanks dude, I, dude I no you're welcome yeah. and i think like a part of being a good photographer is um like having a personality that's able to just understand what is uh worth taking a photo of yeah you know what i mean sure. just being like oh fuck this right now yeah, hold on let yeah. me just run to the yeah. van get my camera we gotta get yeah. this yeah and another thing is like having a good personality for sure because you need to be able to connect to people and you need to be able to like get a side of them that you need they... to be like i i worked with lucky view it's like another production company some homies they have it and you know i was like well i, I wanted to work with you guys but then i was also like but i have to be my own boss yeah every time mm. because i i need to do my niece exercise maybe yeah. at 10 yeah. on a wednesday anyways and they were just like Dude, you just need to get to the front. You it's like you go into a concert, you're at a con you doesn't matter what camera, you just go to the front. Yeah. And people will be like, what the fuck is that guy? Doing? And you just you you can't care about anyone. Mm. That's really like yeah. the main like you just go there and people will be mad at you, you're going to kicked out of the security guy whatever, but you got the best shot. Yeah. You got the best shot. Yeah. And that's what the people want. Exactly. They want the best shot. They want the best shot. They want it's like what what is that guy doing? He have like the fucking I don't know, red cam filming, blah, blah, blah. But he's in the bag. Like, yeah. fuck that guy. No, 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 exactly. It's exactly. I mean, I want to show you my camera. Actually, I'll, I'll... Do you have time to get it? Yeah, go get yeah, it. Yeah, I will show you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Go get it. Shit. I hope it's in my pocket. I always carry it. Yeah, yeah, good, man, for sure. He's right, though. You know, you got to have... Uh, you got to have the right attitude when it comes to getting the shot. Because if you too much of a fucking pussy you just end up getting the backs of people's heads and then you end up uh, just getting shots that nobody even wants to have a look at uh, i was just telling people that getting the having the right attitude and yeah. just not being afraid you know talking to people using talk, your charm getting at the front talk to people get in the front and do it with with this one if you can't afford anything else yeah oh shit that's it that's it damn Wow. You are live. I'm live. Hello, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you from the <laughs> studio. Idiot James. Woo! Yeah. Holy shit. Let me have a look at that thing. Yeah. It's lo it's on. Okay. It's on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is dope. Yeah. And you you know the little guy up there is that like you can zoom in like, and it zooms super well as well. Oh, it's yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the zoom? Oh, this one here? It's like that on the back there. Oh, yeah. I see it. I see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I really, I bought that twelve bucks in Spain. Jesus, with a water house. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So I was like, from yeah, now on, I will still, film. Still 
Still rolling. Still rolling. Three camera production. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, I will buy this and have it in my pocket by like, I don't know. I tried to get extra batteries, but it was impossible. So I have to buy other cameras for 12 bucks to get the batteries. <laughs> so it's like... You want the battery, but you've got to take the camera with it. Exactly, because it's like, you know, I think it's from, I don't know, 2007 or something. Yeah. Like 12 megapixels, full HD. It's so sick because it kind of like, it fits right into the phone. Yeah. If you hold it like this. Yeah. And, and you can just have it with you everywhere. You can just have it with you everywhere and you can zoom. I have like some sick shots of an eagle kind of like coming from above a mountain in mm. Lofoten. And you're just like, and you're just like, bah! Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, you have a red camera. Okay, you get good quality, but you will never get the shot because it's like, it. I don't know how long it takes, like 60 seconds to start up. Yeah. This one, you just like, and Bam. you're there. Got it. So I went to Portugal to film that retreat that I also went to Hawaii with, and I only filmed with this one. Yeah. And they were stoked. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They were like, you're coming to Mexico. Nice. So yeah. 12 bucks. That's uh, crazy. You can it make is it. really... But that's such an important like message for people to understand. Yeah, you know, really. It's not the equipment. No. It's, it's really not. The equipment can help in some productions. For but, sure. But your attitude and the way you get but on with for people... For sure. And I mean, as you say, it like, can help you. Because it is nice to have 8K that you can crop in mm. and stabilize. But like also this summer we went to do a commercial. Me and the guy I went, Magnus, that I went on with um, the van last year. Yeah. We went to, to shoot a commercial for a like a vacation center in Denmark for TV2. Like a commercial on TV2. And I was just like, fuck, can we do it with this one? <laughs> nah, probably not. Okay, we do it on the Sony A7. Yeah. With the Tamron lens, and that kit cost maybe, I think I paid like twenty k. Yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck!" And you know, like, okay, it's eight bit. You can't really color grade that well. Blah 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 blah. I was just like, I, I mean, who fucking cares? It's like, I looked at the at the last year's. I mean, they're gonna hate me for saying that, but you know, it's like, it was just like the worst crap. Yeah, and I was like, for sure, we can produce something that's better. Mm. With better colors and and cleaner, and I just sent it, and they were like straight to TV two, like straight on the website. It's like, boom. Yeah, we love it. Job and done. Yeah, yeah. And I was like thinking, well, I need to upgrade my camera. It's a good. It's a lot of. It's a lot of budget. Maybe I should upgrade the camera. I was just like, why upgrade if you can? I mean, you just need to shot the shots. Yeah. I was, we were running in bare feet, like filming handheld, like no gimbals, and they were like, all right. Yeah. Let's see how. That will be yeah, in the yeah, end, but yeah. it worked. Yeah, no, and it, it is really like I and I really feel like it's being the guy that tells them this is it. Mm. But if you have the slightest doubt, mm. and they can feel that, they're gonna run you over. Yeah, you really need the, and that's what I built for ten years, like the experience of being the guy that tells the client this is good enough. Mm. Yeah, you can get it better. Then you have to pay a million kroner. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to have that confidence in your ability. And you For really sure. only get that through experience. Yeah, you, you, fully. You know what I mean? I noticed that doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Like, as soon as the crowd senses that you've lost yeah. control, they fucking pounce on you. Yeah, yeah they, they run you over. They, they don't want it. Yeah, no, they don't no. like that yeah, at all. Yeah, no, no. They want, you're the guy with the yeah. microphone. The lights are pointing at you. Yeah. We bought tickets to come here tonight. We don't even care what you're saying as fun. long as you have uh, confidence. Yeah, exactly. You can stand there and just look at them. But yeah. if you're looking at them with confidence, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a stand-up 
comedian, but it's the same thing. I could, it's, I could imagine. It's exactly the same, yeah. and I think it doesn't change no matter what you're doing. Yeah, I think for you just sure. because people are gonna pick up on your vibe and they're trusting you, and if you go, I know what's good. Yeah, and, and this I mean, is also, fucking good. As you're saying, like the people who are sitting there buying the tickets, I don't know what they expect, but it's kind of like the the sheep pack. Yeah, just like following. Yeah. So it's like okay, the guy we paid t- we paid like five hundred kroner. He ha- he better be funny. Yeah. And if he's like, I'm funny. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's good enough. Yeah, it it, it really is. Yeah. It's good enough. And you got like you know you know you you got to deliver. You got to make yeah. him laugh. Yeah. You know you can't stand there and go, I'm funny, but you're not laughing. Then it I have work. a bunch of jokes, but I have no confidence telling them. Hmm. Then it's like. Yeah, mm, fuck that. Five hundred. Yeah, not worth it. Not worth Bad it. Bad show. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. But they even like that if it's free. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, fully. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so we do a lot of shows that are free. Yeah. Just for training. Yeah. Just because, yeah, like, sure. it's like this, we're getting reps in, just building yeah. it up, building yeah, yeah. it up. And it's harder with a free audience yeah. than it is with a paid audience. For sure. But they still have that same attitude where they expect you to deliver. Yeah. And you need to have that confidence to say, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I've yeah. done this before. Yeah. This is going to be good. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I did a show last night in yeah. uh, Frederikstad. Oh, yeah. Dude, fucking sick, man. Like yeah. a theater there. I think it was like 130 people or something. Sick. Yeah, it was dope. But what I noticed was that like it was a crowd that were just like, yeah, you know, we're, we're here for the comedy. Yeah. And there was no sense of resistance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you could just kind of like, they would laugh at the setups. Yeah, yeah. You know, that they were of- not... They were not hard. Dude. Nah. Yeah. So, sometimes, like, what can happen is, like, maybe if the confrontier or the host yeah. loses confidence yeah. and then the vibe loses confidence, yeah. then they kind of get this attitude, nothing is funny. And yeah. you got to try to work to bring them over that line. Yeah. But last night, they were all in for yeah. everyone. So, were, were, were you with, like, local comedians nah, from or you have a show? Was, or? Yeah, there was, like, some people that lived there that organized it. Okay. Uh, and But most of the comedians were from Oslo. So we all... You know, traveled out there, did the show, and then came back home. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's nice. a do- it's a dope feeling, man. Yeah, and I mean, I lived in Fredericksburg actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, nice. And I guess in October, it's not like the most popping city, so I guess every time there's something happened, it's yeah. sick to go. Yeah, go do something. Yeah, it's a dope show. So that's that's a I guess that's a good way to build confidence. Yeah. As well, if you go to like I don't know, somewhere where there's always something happening, it's way harder to get the crowd. It is, and get the the winning feeling. Yeah. We, we experienced that in Bergen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we did a summer tour. Yeah. And then when we went to Bergen, there were so many things happening yeah. that night. And a lot of people were away in the summer. Yeah. So the crowd had options and yeah. it wasn't that packed. And yeah, oof, we had to really work for it, man. I, I, yeah. And as you said, like in this, during the summer, it's like the same for my event. Yeah. It's like, I just figured out, do it in like May, early June or yeah. like September. Like late August, September. Yeah. Because everyone is back home. Everyone hate that the summer is over. They want something to happen. Mm. So I really like, I think that's a good way to, because it's sick to do it in the summer, but then you have like, I don't know, festivals, blah, 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 comedians, yeah. everything in the same. And time. a lot of people and, traveling away. And everyone, yeah. yeah. Especially now, like last year when COVID kind of were over, everyone could travel outside of Norway. Mm. So it was hard to get 
people to come to my events, for example. Yeah, I want to talk about your event because I think maybe this is like in 2018 or 2019, you started talking about it and you were like, yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to have like yeah. a dirting competition. We're going to call it Waterfest. And yeah. you were like, does anybody know how we can get sponsors? Yeah. Who should we talk to? I think I sent you a couple of suggestions. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, maybe yeah. these guys talk to yeah. those guys. And then the next time I checked your fucking Instagram account, you're like, it's happening. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. It's going ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was so sick. Yeah. And it's it was called, 2019. It was 2019. Yeah. 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 Okay. Perfect. And the thing was like, I was like, like taking it from the beginning, I was working as a janitor yeah. in, in all okay. in Hallingdal, yeah. which is like, you know, 50, uh, 30 minutes from Gaul, mm. Hemsedal. And there's this lake and I built like a bike jump for it. For the bike that yeah. we put on on the springboard yeah. to the water, so we could kind of like backflip the bike yeah. into the water, and I was like, "Fuck, it would be so sick to do like a festival, two days." You know, I'm I love organizing and doing stuff. So I spoke to the to the general manager. He was like so stoked. He's also Danish, you know, like good like positive energy. So we just like. I spoke to all my Danish friends in Hemsa. There's a bunch of Danish guys living there. It's like, okay, we need a water slide with a jump in the end. We need to pull people in with a Toyota. <laughs> so we did like everything so redneck. Yeah. And we had like a local band that was like hard metal. And another homie actually from Frederikstad. Yeah. Who was like a rapper, but started a, a kind of like a rock band, which was sick. Mm. And they came and we got all the cabins in the vacation camping area and through it and it was sick yeah and but you know like really redneck yeah and then i moved to oslo in 2018 18 and i saw like the potential of the death diving and yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. okay it's this is kind of like this is the bitcoin of, mm. yeah, of yeah, action yeah. funny sports yeah it's crazy how much that fucking's taken off it was just like years. taking off so i was yeah. like okay 2018 i was busy blah 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 filming and doing stuff and then 2019, I came down to Oslo in May, spoke to a good homie of mine who's also a filmer. We took like a round trip of Oslo. Where is the best location? Mm. And then we found Schuholmen. And I got sponsored with a project manager who helped me organize everything. Nice. And then it was just like on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many people were on the boardwalk of 2019, but I, it was at least... 5,000 plus. It was packed. It was packed. It was like, sure, it was packed. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. So we kind of need to like, I don't know what you say, like melt. No, veld when it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. say that? Yeah. What, what do you mean then? You had to like weld it? Like use a fucking... S no, but you know, you know, you need to weld. Yeah. While the iron is oh, hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Strike while the iron is hot. Strike while... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Perfect, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And ne next year, fucking COVID kicked in. Yeah. But we managed to do it in Frederikstad, actually. Yeah, nice. And Hemsedal and in Big Day. Oh, From sick. Pantan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my home and I, we wake up in the morning, like six in the morning, took like a boat. We got from... From... Um, it's like Matt Goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. sauna club. Yeah. And they were so stoked and they were like, oh, we should have brought the saunas out. But we were like, as always, super late on planning. Yeah. We're just like, okay, Suna is like my, he's like the the general uh, practical guy. Gotcha. Like building the scaffolding, fixing everything, putting up the banners. I'm kind of like the guy that like needs to, what do you need to do? 
but it's hard because everything is in my mind mm. and i need to kind of like communicate it communicate it to Suna. and now we got another guy anders in denmark who's like running everything in denmark but so we took like this duck on a tiny boat like nine horsepower boat out to big day and kind of like push the scaffolding up on the top yeah. build it in the morning run a competition but everyone was stoked because it was covid so no one nothing was happening yeah so yeah everything worked kind of well and then in 2021 we did hemsedal and we did it in freaking Aarhus in denmark nice and denmark were stoked so we did another one in denmark and then now in the summer we did three in denmark and yeah. one in hemsedal and it kind of seemed like denmark hadn't had the the boost yeah. of death diving. Yeah. So it's kind of like still in the rising there where Norway kind of like reached a kind of like a top, yeah. I think, because it's been in Norway since like... It seems like know, Norway's, Norway's the extreme death diving capital sure. of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. F- absolutely. Yeah. Like, like for the World Cup this year, it was like, I know people from all around the world, like nice. Australia, US, France, like Spain, everywhere yeah. to come to... Norway to also to compete in the death diving world championship. It's a fucking crazy sport, man. It's a crazy sport. It's, it's crazy. Like, you know, it's like so stupid. It's like so. <laughs> it's so. so, it's, so it's like yeah, yeah. it's like wrestling. Yeah. It's like <laughs> what the fuck are those people? Okay, it's entertaining, but what are they doing? Yeah. 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 And I had a, actually I had a meeting with the guy from Cold Hawaii, the west coast of, of Denmark. Yeah. Yesterday, and they were like, "Dude, we need your we need your event here." It's like. It will, it's like the, the fucking, I'm just like, it's the dumbest shit, but yeah, it's the shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. Like, it. yeah. yeah. And I mean, look at, as like, look at wrestling. Yeah. It's like so stupid people with like spandex and masks. Yeah. But how big of a business isn't that? It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's bigger than the fucking the UFC. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And, like it's, and it's, and people don't die from it. No, <laughs> it's no, like, no. it's so, it's so entertaining. Like I remember watching that when I was a kid, you know, like in the late hours on a Friday where there were nothing on TV, but they were like wrestling and you were like, I will just watch that because it's <laughs> yeah. so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the storylines are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you you get hooked. Yeah, you're just you're like, like, oh, shit. okay. Yeah. Oh, what a comeback. It's just like, <laughs> you can't look damn, away. he hit him with a chair, but yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I kind of want to build that into death diving because I feel like it's getting a bit too serious yeah so i'm trying to like think of other ways like okay building a higher tower maybe you have to be two on two mm. like teams yeah you know, like, and and have spandex yeah and, you know like, like the best costume best or... costume yeah, yeah. and nice. the best like performance you know each one will have two minutes from the the bell rings yeah till they have to hit the water yeah so so what can you do yeah what can you do what, it's what like get creative they, they need like microphones when you know it's like i really want to it, like do more stuff because it's cool but it's like okay we've seen people doing this now for i don't know 10 years yeah people b- jumping belly flopping it's sick but it's like i i don't want it to be like gymnastic you know like gymnastic is kind of like it's people can do crazy things but no one really cares no nah. like how much gymnastic do you watch absolutely zero exactly yeah. and that's what i i was doing gymnastic for 15 years yeah and you know in the community you felt like wow gymnastic mm. wow mm. but it's just like outside you can't make money of it you can never be like a pro and live of it unless you are like i don't know like olympic 
Yeah. Soup. So I want to like build the death diving so people can actually go make a living out of it. Think yeah. how sick that would be. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So how do you do that? Yeah, that's well, the thing. That's, like, that's the that's, that's your challenge. But I, I mean, it must be the key. Must be entertainment. A hundred percent. You got to make it an entertaining because I mean, gym, gymnastic and also I mean snowboarding. I'm a snowboarder and I watch snowboarding, but and I I guess like the majority of Norway might watch the Olympic, for example, for snowboarding. For sure. But I mean, pr- probably not even the majority of Norway would watch that. Mm. Because it's like you can't really tell if they're doing three or four flips, mm. and yeah, you like everyone is kind of doing the same. It's not so entertainment. It's impressive, yeah, but it's not so entertaining, yeah. And that's what I feel like both snowboarding and death diving and gymnastic should try to make another kind of like branch mm. towards you have, more entertainment. Yeah, I yeah. mean, my friends. From I went to a gymnastic school for a year where you live. It's kind of like a boarding school, like a Folkehoi school. Eh? Yeah. Where you live there for a year, do gymnastic every day. Mm. And my friends from back then, they started something called Face Off, mm. which is crazy mm. entertainment. Yeah. And just who can do the biggest trick and the and the most impressive things with your body yeah. on a gymnastic field. Yeah. Which are super entertaining. They fill up like forum. It's just like the biggest uh, kind of like show stadium of Denmark with, I don't know, like 10,000, 15,000 people to come to watch this show and selling a lot of tickets. But if you go to the Danish championship of gymnastic, it will only be the guys competing there. Yeah. And maybe some parents. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's sick to see how they actually manage yeah and as we spoke about before they're having like a media produ- media production together with that yeah because that's a good way to make a uh like kind of like a b income for a company or you know it's like you can't do crazy shit mm. all the time you need to be kind of like a creator or businessman or whatever yeah so i was in- inspired by them to see how they actually rebuilt gymnastic yeah to make a decent kind of business out of it yeah well i think you're in the right spot for that man i i I hope so and i mean because you know like another thing about you that fucking i loved it man (laughs) i loved it like you know aussie man commentates (laughs) oh yeah dude that was that was funny when he called you the norwegian aquaman Aquaman. yeah yeah. i lost my shit (laughs) i lost my shit the first time i saw that video i fucking cracked up so hard and that that (laughs) whole that whole video that he did commenting on on the fucking death diving that was hilarious. Diff Diving Championship of 2019. Yeah, I think he bought that to millions yeah, of people. For sure. To millions of yeah. people around the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is like the dive I did there mm. in the death diving community is kind of like, wow, I fucked up. Mm. It was not cool at all. No. But in that video, it's like, I don't know how many million people, as you say, watch that and like send it to me, like tag me like, wow this is like so fucking funny yeah, yeah, yeah and the same like as we speak about like sharing things like last night uh cook slam is like you mm. know like where people slam yeah. or whatever uh they shared the one where i where i did it on the snowboard yeah you seen that one no 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 i don't think so yeah okay let's pull it up yeah fully pull, we're pulling it up 
finally an opportunity to yeah, pull something Yeah, for up. sure. But anyways, like they shared it last night and it was just like, you know, it's not like the highest thing or it's not like the craziest thing, but, or maybe it is a bit crazy. I'll, sh you, you can decide. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll check it out, man. I'm going to decide. Let's yeah. Go. Let's pull it up. We're pulling it up. Let's see. Dude, so oh, you, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, but, but you know, I'm trying to cut down on my screen time. Yeah, 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 me too. Is uh, it? So is that one. Oh, sorry, which one? This one here? Yeah. All right, let's check it out. Oh, shit, so you're snowboarding. Oh, you need the sound, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hold on a second. Let me pull the sound. Oh, yeah, I have seen this. I have seen this. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like... Let me, let me check it out one more time with the sound. Drop it! Anyways, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's the entertainment yeah. kind of part of it. And like, that's, you, you, I need to re, reinvent entertainment of the death diving because it's like about to fade yeah. on the top. It's on the top. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to give it a new peak to reach. I think so. Dude, I think like, I think you're on the right track though. Like combining entertainment and comedy yeah. And just giving it like some kind of additional element yeah. in addition, like with the synchronized uh, or the teams yeah. and the costumes. Exactly. Dude, yeah, that's it. Because that's what people want. Yeah. You know that what I mean? That is what people want. Yeah. Is uh, is it going down ahead? Like next year, you're going to do start in introducing all the new like elements? Yeah. To it? Yeah, I think so. For sure. It's like because we, we do have it in, um we have it in Hempstall and it's quite an, it's like a fast setup yeah so we can kind of test it out there yeah. to see and and we have it in copenhagen as well yeah which is like denmark is so open for new things and copenhagen is like you know they love when <laughs> when shit is yeah is going down but yeah so i think it's it's a good introduction mm. to it so another thing that you do which i think is fucking awesome is like all the cleanup stuff the yeah, ocean cleanup it's a part of it, yeah. Yeah, because I remember like seeing all these videos of you just always paddling out, yeah. picking up trash, and other people are coming down to yeah. like the coastline and like really cleaning up the yeah. oceans. It seems like that's uh yeah, it's re it was really important for me because it's a funny thing from 2019 when we when we did the the water fest down at Schuhalman. Yeah, it was like we because since we had that water slide in 2017, we were like, okay, we need an easy water slide. That you can just like roll out, blow it up, and then you're ready to go. Yeah. So we bought a 25 meter water slide in plastic from China. Yeah. From Walla Pop or yeah. whatever, like uh, Ding Dong uh, China. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like, like uh, the, what is it called? Alibaba. Alibaba. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I felt so bad after doing that. It was kind of like also where the environmental kind of perspective of thing kind of went really shitty. Mm. And before I was like, I was buying shit and doing stuff. Now I'm trying to not buy shit and do stuff more eco-friendly. Yeah. I fly as well and I'm not a, I'm not a fucking Oracle. No, or no, whatever no. you call it. Yeah. But you make, make changes where you can. I really think about it and try to make changes. So that's why we're like, fuck, we bought this slide. We better give something back. Yeah. We have a huge audience and we need to transmit things to this audience about the ocean that it's it's our playground and it sucks right now. Mm. And it's only going worse and there's 
no fish that yeah. likes plastic. You know, it's like we yeah. should try to clean up. Obviously, we can't clean it up in Waterfest, but hopefully, we can make people okay do more uh, in their everyday life. Don't throw your cigarette butts. It's like it's just a, such an ingrown thing. But mm. if you see like I don't know, thirty five kids picking up cigarette butts maybe it will change your perspective a little bit yeah and that's that's really where we're trying to that's where we try to work that's such a good message to give people and the thing yeah. is like when they constantly see that you're like cleaning up the ocean i see you fucking coming out of the yeah. water with like you know handfuls of every trash. time every time i dive i'm like okay i i'll film it and i'll try to p- pick some plastic as well yeah to showcase that it's everywhere yeah yeah yeah. every time but it's just such a good reminder to give people you know i went surfing in bali in 2018 or 2019 same and it was fucking yeah. disgusting there was Absolutely. so much fucking plastic in the water yeah. it was gross yeah even like man even like on the beach you know yeah, you yeah. get there and they they pay people to like yeah. go to the beach and pick it up at like yeah. Uluwatu and shit like yeah that. they go to and then they go and pick it up and then they dig a hole and put it there <laughs> because they have no infrastructure no. to do or burn it yeah in a big pile yeah so it's so sad it's, and it's so like, sad man but you know i think so much of that is as well it's just like the education of the locals because sure. we were in uh fucking sri lanka yeah and we were surfing there and then we went to this like restaurant and yeah. then we ordered bottles of water and yeah. then the dude just fucking like the waiter and this other guy yeah. just ended up throwing it in the water yeah. like, what are you doing yeah like, like, like there was yeah. a little river there yeah and he just went to the river and dumped all the shit oh that's so crazy i know yeah and i go i talked to him, I go, you can't do that and yeah. he didn't give a fuck no you know he but didn't it's care. like and this is actually like that this is such a hard theme topic yeah to go into and i mean because it's like i went to morocco yeah and then we were in the surf camp and doing stuff for two weeks and every time we would go on a mission to surf they would bring us food and you know everything was plastic wrapped yeah and i would pick trash everywhere on the beach every time we went on a new beach and try to like showcase that okay fuck it's an issue but then i felt so bad of me going to morocco to kind of being a part of the problem there Mm. Because I don't have to go to Morocco to surf. It's sick because they have fucking good waves. But it's they don't have an s- infrastructure for me to come there and eat a plastic-wrapped sandwich every day. Mm. It's like all they do is like drive it into a valley mm. and dump it there. Yeah. And it blows right into the ocean. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if that guy in, 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 in Indonesia is throwing it in the water because it will end up there either way yeah. or get burned. Yeah. So it's like for us Norwegians and Australians or whatever, it's like it's such a shock to see. But mm. then you go to Indonesia on a rainy day and you can just see that it's like it's pouring gr- into the ocean. Yeah, it's gross. And you can't surf. No, no, no for like three days because the water looks like chocolate milk and you will get ear infection. Yeah. I've been there as well. Like, you know, it's like, okay, you try to surf, but your fucking ears or eyes are getting infected because Mm. there's like shit and plastic in the water. That's so crazy. It's so disgusting. But it's like, we are the problem because we want to go there and surf the best waves in the world. Yeah, but it seems like the government there needs to kind of like do some kind of infrastructure change so that they can, you know, keep attracting, for sure, keep attracting people 
to go there and spend money in the local yeah. economy, but without feeling bad that yeah. every time they order a sandwich, it's just going to yeah. fuck up their surfing trip. Exactly. Yeah. I think in Australia, they just recently, or maybe it was New South Wales, they recently banned single-use plastics. Yeah. Which is something that I've been thinking for fucking 20 years. Like, yeah. you know when you go and you get like a plastic, I never yeah. get plastic bags. I fucking no. hate plastic yeah, bags. Yeah, me too. I never get shit. I always just take the banana freaking the cardboard boxes yeah and it's like okay it's kind of like a mission to me now it's like okay we're going to shop we don't have the the like the um, the duffel bag or not the duffel bag but like the freaking bag reusable bag and then okay which which bag which cardboard box is the best one to put yeah our amount of food in mm. <laughs> did i have this conversation with somebody and they were saying that like, i was like why why do we have fucking plastic bags in supermarkets because yeah you know, that shit's fucking to me it sounds like so fucking dumb to yeah. have single-use plastic bags yeah why can't we have paper bags yeah and he said and i did not understand his logic that paper bags are actually worse for the environment yeah i, mean, I, I couldn't understand that because a paper bag i mean i get it you got to chop down trees and but they yeah. all regrow yeah. And if you do that responsibly, you know, you fucking yeah. plot it all out. But the thing with plastic, it's not going to it's not going to break down for 10 or 20,000 years. No. And that shit's going to end up in every single fish. Yeah. You know, yeah. in every fish that they test, there's yeah. like micro even in your body and yeah, my body 100%. without even fucking yeah. you know trying to be so conscious about it as well, but yeah. you still got yeah. microplastic in every person yeah. on the planet. That's so fucking crazy, yeah. man. It is. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I get it. You know, I think that like there's probably a lot of money in plastic. You know, it's a petrochemical yeah. product. Yeah. You know, like you got these oil conglomerates making yeah. billions, making plastic sure. products every year. And like new products. Because yeah. I mean, plastic is a good product. Yeah. I mean, Tupperware. Mm. It's like you can carry your food, you can do stuff, but it's like be responsible and buy the amount you need Yeah, and recycle the the things that you don't need and and the thing is like there's so much that are not being recycled mm. and being produced new yeah. and i guess that's where the issue i mean i'm not an expert i'm just trying to spread the kind of yeah. good vibe and be like okay don't throw your cigarette butts at least yeah because that's 95 percent plastic as well Dude, i hate seeing that but sometimes sometimes i see people throwing cigarette butts yeah out of, out of electric cars yeah and i go what the yeah. fuck are no, you every doing time, dude the best thing I know is to tell people. Yeah. It's like, oh, you dropped something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are just like so out of another world embarrassed. Yeah, totally. It's the fucking best. Yeah. And you know, I get like a high from it. I'm like, like shit, God. Yeah. And so you do it in a nice way. Yeah. In a yeah. nice, it, but it's like, you do it in a nice way, but you tell them so they really understand. It's like, oh, dude, you dropped. It's like, no, it was a secret, but oh yeah, but you dropped. I mean, it's underground. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they're just like, and so what? Yeah, it's, and so, it, I mean, I can pick it up and throw it in the trash. It's okay. It's the trash right here. So it's just like, you know, I, it really, and like one time I was biking in Spain and in Spain, they're the worst. Some dude in the red, in the red light, he just like out of the window and I was on my bike and I picked it up and I threw it back into the car. Yeah. Nice. And just like biked on. And I was, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a high that you can't get from anywhere else. It's mm. like the guy either raging or actually taking it into consideration oh i shouldn't have done that mm. and it's like like back in i mean people still do that but like with a freaking trash from mcdonald's just like out the window That's on the just, highway yeah and people don't care nah it's crazy and like with fucking plastic bottles like oh yeah but it's recycled someone else is gonna pick it up 
But it's just like, what is that mindset? It's out of another world. Yeah. Stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. I don't know why people do it, man. I I often think that they just don't give a fuck. Or yeah, they don't give a fuck. And, and I mean, I'm not saying at all that I understand people, but we are so far now that we are so fucked. Yeah. About yeah. About the yeah, environment. Yeah. So it's also like, okay, I understand that some people are selfish, but you don't have to throw the fucking plastic out of the window. No. Nah. Or, you know, it's like, it's just, it's not that much easier to throw it in a I mean, okay, I, I do understand people fly to Indonesia to catch good waves. That's just, <laughs> that's my my kind of distribu- uh, contrib- contributing to the environment going to hell. Mm. Yeah, it's it's just such a big topic. I, I can't even explain. But it's like, yeah, I don't know what's where to start because we are so deep now that it's kind of like... Yeah, I think I think what you need to do I think is everybody just needs to take responsibility yeah. for y- managing yeah. their own waste better. For like, sure. just don't throw the trash because away. Because it's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Maybe you have to fucking, you know, sort it. Yeah. I got to put yeah. this in the fucking purple bag and exactly. this in the green yeah. bag. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I got to take it out a little bit more often. Yeah. Maybe I got to remember to bring my uh, reusable bag exactly. to the supermarket. Yeah. Okay, just just take care of that. Yeah. And then I think what you need to do, or the governments or fucking some big organization, then they need to tackle like for sure. Shit like, you know, like so much fucking pollution comes from, you know, like three or four rivers in Asia. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like you see those videos of just like the, the Yangtze or whatever the fuck that river's yeah, called. And, and it's just flood. Oh, they dump. Yeah, yeah. They dump the tip up the yeah. tip trucks yeah. into the fucking river. Yeah, it's like they need international laws. Yes. Because also in Denmark just in Denmark, like I don't know if it's now, but like years back, when as long as you're five kilometers outside of the coastline, mm. you can dump everything in pla- like everything in the ocean. Oh, that's the law. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, th- there, there are no laws. Oh, because it's international waters. Yeah. So it's just like it oh, do- doesn't matter, that's you know. So crazy. Yeah. yeah. So there, there should be, and I mean, like when you look at, I mean, I don't drink alcohol that much, like more or less zero. But then you look at the taxes on alcohol in Norway mm. and how much money they make on that. Just put like recycle tax on each plastic product and reinvest those money into solutions. Yeah. I mean, I saw like the plastic bags in the stores went up from like two kroners to five kroners. But I mean... Yeah, you gotta make him a hundred kroners. You mean yeah, make yeah, him yeah, a fucking yeah. hundred kroners. Imagine that if a plastic bag is like was how much are kroners? yeah, and yeah. it's the same with cigarettes. It's yeah. like they're like hundred and fifty kroners for a pack. I don't smoke, but I mean, I I guess that's a quite large impact going from maybe ninety kroners to hundred and fifty kroners. Yeah, to try to take care of the Norwegian health. Yeah. And it's just like yeah, but what are our health if we eat plastic every day? Yeah, exactly. It's like. Yeah. It's such a big topic. It, it is. It's such a big, but it's such an important topic. Yeah, for sure. And you know, the thing about like the environment as well is it always comes at the, it's always a balance between money and the environment. Yeah. And, and Norway's a very good country when it comes to the environment, but they're not perfect. Like, you know, they're doing- But I mean, compared to the amount of money they have, they suck. Yeah. Yeah. They suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, I mean, doing, now there is like the, the- um, the issue I was filming with the with my homie the other day, he's doing like a little kind of like a what do you call it? like a reach out to the people for 
the they're trying to do like um i don't know what you call it gruve Oh, are you the, talking about the copper mining? Yeah, up north. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's it's like how much money up. do we have? Yeah, and what? It's like yeah, dude. They are gonna dump like five hundred million tons of waste into the fjord every year. It's so something it, stupid like that. But also, just like how great are Norwegian economy? I mean, I guess the bigger picture is like huge. Mm. And I don't know why they would do stuff like that. What would it benefit Norway mm. to do? And also, like the oil, like if you cut it out, what would it? I mean, how fast could we restructure to renewable energy? Yeah, because you saw with COVID, like okay, COVID kicked in, the world went on. Yeah, it's just like okay, cut out fucking gas and see what's happened yeah like i don't know like oil and shit and mm. and and make them make a solution on that yeah but i mean it's like yeah as you say it's like a balance between economy yeah like money people are fucking they're selfish yeah but i think it all comes down to consumerism for sure i think right 100%. like you have a lifestyle where yeah. you you're not a fucking hyper consumer you're not trying yeah. to fucking buy and me too dude yeah. I, I never buy shit like yeah. i've got three pairs of fucking pants yeah and one of them has holes in them yeah you know what i mean and i'm exactly I, and they, they had holes in them a yeah. year ago yeah and i'm trying to stitch up the yeah. crotch you know what i mean yeah. i don't want i don't buy anything no. fucking nothing yeah and uh i think so like i think like the argument is that like we need copper for electronics oh we want to buy you know make new fucking electronic products we're going to need the copper the world's going to need the copper oh yeah. we have this mine that has a shit ton of copper okay yeah. let's uh let's extract all the copper dump all the waste into this fucking fjord where you know like yeah it's like 500 million fucking tons a year that's so crazy just so that we can make more shit that people probably don't even fucking really need yeah you know what i mean yeah. so the problem always comes down to like there's a demand for more and more yeah. because there's companies that are like we're just trying to sell more shit that yeah. people don't need that's why i hate black friday yeah yeah you know what i mean another and, thing yeah is today no oh shit no it's, it's wednesday oh, but yeah. it's, it's black wednesday <laughs> it's black wednesday yeah. it's, now it's like black fucking month it's, it is yeah. it went from black friday yeah. to black week to yeah. black month yeah yeah fuck that yeah because like i mean <laughs> I one of the things that I realized during COVID was that a simpler life isn't yeah. a worse life. No, it's better. Yeah, you know, I had more time to spend with my family. We yeah. were going to the woods yeah. like all the time. Yeah. You know, we were just fucking living real low key. Yeah, reading, hanging out, yeah. making dinner for like fucking an hour, yeah. complex menu meals and shit, yeah. and it was dope. For you know sure. what I mean? Like, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. So like, just but you know what, people and and I've been like, I've been guilty of this as well. Yeah, you get on this, you you buy all the marketing. It gets through to you. And yeah. You go, oh, I have to get that. Yeah. I have to if I get seen in this. Yeah. If I'm driving that. Oh, if people <laughs> see me with this new phone. Yeah. It's like what the fucking difference? It doesn't make any difference. No. It's and you know like with marketing, you have all of these like really intelligent people yeah. with all of these addictive devices and apps that yeah. are just blasting you all the time. Fully. Like I don't know how many fucking commercials people see every day in a big city, but it must be hundreds, or, if not like thousands. You know. Yeah, with Instagram and, and Insta every <sighs> fifth post yeah. on Instagram is a fucking commercial. Yeah. You know. And I mean speaking about it i'm not i'm i really i was like i was promoting snowboard gear from this one brand in denmark when i was like snowboarding a bunch for like 
three or four years ago and you know i'm i'm helping out with like promoting surf shops and blah 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 you know whenever i can but i really try to minimize it and not to like i i told the guys that i was getting snowboard gear from like i have i have a jacket i have my pants i know you want to sell the nearest collection but i won't take it i need a snowboard Mm. and i need bindings and i need boots yeah and that's it because i really felt guilty to as you say like i have my my jacket there's there's not even a hole in it it's dirty a bit but i like it when it looks like that yeah and you know it's like and that's really where it's like okay we have this fashion industry that are producing four times a year mm. or we had that but now we have like a fast fashion which are producing i don't know 20 times a year yeah. for the new collection that you need to have and then i saw the other day like the dumbest thing i've ever seen like some fashion magazine posting the 30 things you need in your wardrobe oh my god it's not even five things it it's, was just like it's 30 it's 30 things, things. Yeah. i was just like what i don't yeah. even have 30 things i have like as you say i have one fjellreven uh hiking pants that i use for all outdoor activities then i have like a doable kind of dickies pants that i bought in my homies uh, goodbye vintage and then i have these black pants that i'm wearing when i'm going to a podcast yeah to try to look fancy you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it <laughs> so it's like okay i have these three things Therefore, winter, and then I have like one pair of shorts in the summer yeah. and one shorts that I work out in. But it is like hard, you, and especially when you, you go into like a store, where they tell you you can you can pick whatever you want. It's fucking hard to not pick anything, yeah. Because we are in this mindset of, if I'm getting seen in that, oh, I have the newest thing of that mm. and this. It's really hard to try to rethink that mentality yeah but i really the trip that i went on last year with my homie in the van was like the the biggest eye-opener for me because we just did six months in a toyota high ace from 95 with like i don't know like a 110 bed mm. that we kind of shared like you know head to feet feet to head because that, that was the only way we could kind of fit in there yeah and then just surfing yeah but it's also like the surf industry is not any anywhere better you know it's like every freaking wsl kind of world surf league they are promoting the newest fin from kelly slayer blah 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 blah, blah. you know it's like it they try to sell stuff and that's yeah. the way they also make money yep so it's just like we got into this yeah, fucking weird pattern. Yeah, yeah, we got into this weird pattern where we yeah. just gotta sell each other more and more shit yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not like, uh, I'm not innocent either. You no. know, like I'll, exactly, we are. I'm not I mean, innocent. No. Like I, I'm, I'm still, I still need to buy yeah. some shit. I mean, like, I bought a backpack for for my camera this yeah. morning on Black Friday. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you know, it was like, but I haven't bought one yet, and I, I really, I was looking at this backpack like one month ago and thinking, well, I need this bag. I'm going on a trip to Madagascar, mm. and you know, I need one backpack that are durable for camping and and filming. Yep. So I was like really thinking, and then I saw it now. I was like, okay, it's like fifteen hundred. It was like forty percent. Yeah. It's like fuck. I'm I'm gonna go for it. Go for it. Pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also saw like yesterday. I saw like because the the 
the critics that or like the the kind of um eco the eco people mm. they hate black friday yeah and but now it's like since the economy is kind of going to hell mm. the the people who used black friday before are not using it anymore because they they don't even have money for black friday no everybody's broke now everyone is broke so it's like kind of maybe like because the world economy is like <laughs> i don't know going That's to hell fucked. yeah so yeah. it's like maybe this year will be a good black friday year that consumers are not buying that much shit because they can't even afford the 40 percent deals yeah because they have to think about their freaking the freaking mortgage that they put themselves in yeah i mean i'm looking at buying a house in spain and i'm like wow i think it's the time to be the buyer yeah because houses are dropping yeah if you can afford if you can afford to pay the interest yeah you know what i mean if you exactly if you, that's the thing the prices are cheaper but yeah. if you can make those monthly payments yeah. like don't overextend yourself yeah i just saw like yeah. i've got i'm you know i've got family in new zealand yeah and they just had the biggest uh interest rate increase yeah i think it increased yeah. by like whatever the fuck it was like a 0.75 percent or yeah. something which yeah. is a lot when you yeah you know what i mean when you're fucking i don't know five hundred thousand euros deep yeah exactly it's a lot it's a lot man yeah and like you know maybe if your business isn't doing so well yeah. they're going to cut back on your hours yeah. about that overtime that you really relied on working yeah. that extra couple of days <laughs> yeah. a month that's dried up now yeah so i mean and it is like kind of those maybe that is the the days that you have to afford to pay your mortgage mm yeah exactly yeah that, that's the bonus days and i already know a lot of people in norway as well that like check take me for example yeah now my apartment is fucking freezing yeah you know what i mean this yeah. place is cold yeah right yeah you know and I, i'm not turning on any no. heaters you know like yeah. i bought a lot of wood yeah. in bulk and yeah. i ration that out yeah. you know what i mean we're only gonna burn like fucking six pieces of wood yeah. a fucking day or something yeah and wear wool and wear wool wear Dude, wool it's I'm, like yeah it's cold okay but i mean exactly we're not we don't have we have a dinner still yeah it's like we're put your eating. fucking wool yeah. wool sweater yeah and stop complaining yeah that's that's what that's 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 it and yeah. you know like I, I i do okay you know yeah. like financially but i'm still like Okay, yeah, we need to tighten the belt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, and I, I think especially in the industry that we are, mm. we kind of like the same kind of industry, and I feel like we are creative enough to kind of change it. But if you spend ten years on your fucking education, and that's the thing you you know, yeah, and then they got you, what the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go work in McDonald's. Yeah, and that's gonna fucking suck. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. no, so think about your education. Yeah, coming back to that. Yeah. Dude, I had an education. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I went to university. F first of all, I went traveling, mm -hmm. like many Australians do. Yeah. I, I left when I was 21, and I went for like two or three years. Yeah. Or maybe but wait, what, what did you do till you were 21? I was a stuntman. Stuntman? Yeah. Oh, okay, I, cool. I did gymnastics as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. So my, my father was a stunt coordinator Damn, in Australia. Damn, that's so fun. Yeah, it was sick. So yeah. when I was a boy, yeah. Yeah, he was training stunt personnel. Like, And they yeah. ended up being the best in the world. Fuck, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. fun. And they they make a lot of crazy movies in Australia, yeah. like Matrix and yeah. Mission Impossible and Wolverine and stuff wow, like that's that. That's so fun. Yeah, so I was there when all that happened. Yeah. You know, like the, the boom of the Australian film industry. You've been in, in big film for yeah. a big stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. so fun. That's it's cool. 
But it, it wasn't yeah. my calling. No, no. And and I wasn't great at it. No. And I did, like you, I did yeah. gymnastics for many yeah. years. I actually did gymnastics with a friend of mine who ended up sticking with it and went to the Olympics in 2000. Oh. Yeah, a guy called cool. Philip Rizzo. Okay. I think he placed like 20 seconds uh, overall or on the... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Damn. Yeah, so I did, I did stunts and then yeah. I, I just... It wasn't for me, man. And nah. in, in the year that I got my stunt certificate, my stunt gradings, yeah. this thing called Stunt Action Personnel, yeah. it's like an apprentice to mm -hmm. stunts, three people died. Instant. Instant. Wow. Doing so crazy. Yeah. Like one of the guys did a high fall. Yeah. And then he landed on the air mattress and then bounced. He didn't oh, yeah, perfectly. Yeah. So he landed on the side of it, <laughs> bounced, and then came up and then landed on the ground Hungry. on the cement in front of everybody. Just fucking <sighs> face planted into the cement and died. And then there was <laughs> that's so yeah, fucking dude, that's heavy. Cra that's crazy. And you know when you're Because eight, I think of that, like, okay, these stunt guys, they're fucking cool and blah blah blah. But it's like well, everything is safe. No, 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 no. Okay, it's, it's, not, it's cool. not safe. Another friend of mine, <laughs> a very good friend of mine, yeah. actually, when I was doing stunts, yeah. he, he was like a few years ahead of me. I looked yeah. up to him. I was yeah. like 18, he was 25. Yeah. He ended up going to Thailand and working on The Hangover 2, right? Biggest comedy release yeah. of the year, yeah. of the decade, whatever the fuck it was. He's in a car doing a chase scene where yeah. the dentist character's got his head hanging out. Yeah. And the the timing of the driver's kind of fucked up. And he's the car's supposed no. to swerve past a truck, but yeah. the truck missed its mark and he hit his head. So no he he, he suffered major brain damage. Holy and he, fuck. he like he's lost, never been the same. He's never he's no. lost all his speech, his career's over. Yeah. And then he must have been that was maybe a year fuck, or two so after heavy. we did I worked with him on this movie called Superman Returns. Okay. And uh, I sat next to him on a plane crash scene. And we were working on that for many weeks. Yeah. And very good friend. I worked with him a lot. And then he had that one accident yeah. and he was fucked. Yeah. Dude, he's brain damage. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he has to... This vegetable. Is, he's a, basically, Fuck, he's, man, he's a so step heavy. above a vegetable. Yeah. So he, he's like... But that's even worse. It's, I mean, it's fucked. Fuck. Yeah, it's fucked. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he that makes me to, so sad. It, 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 it does. Me too. Uh, yeah. Because that's the level of danger yeah. that stunt people do. And yeah. when those three dudes died, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck this. Because when you're like the apprentice stunt guy, yeah. you know, you're seeing dudes that are like being 10, 15 years deep in the game and they're yeah. getting fucking wiped out. You're yeah. just going, oh, shit. And you kind of need to prove your worth. Exactly. It's a culture for that. Fuck. Because you want to do the big stunts. Yeah. Be the guy. Be the double. Make the money. Yeah. Be the fucking dude in the Matrix that yeah. does that cool shit. Yeah. You got to step it up. You got to yeah. be real good. And you got to say yeah, yes. Yeah, for sure. You know, they ask you, can you do this? And you yeah. say no. Maybe they don't ask you again. Yeah, yeah so for you, sure. So you're in that position where you go, yeah, I'll do yeah. it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. So anyway, I, I realized that stunts wasn't for me. And I wasn't great at it. Yeah. I probably would have gotten pretty good. Like yeah. just like anything. Yeah. Do it for 10 years. Yeah. You'd be good. Obviously. But 10, I just. 10,000 hours, you're pro. Exactly. Kind of mentality. All yeah. that shit. You know, hang out with the people that are the best. And yeah. that's what I was doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I just go, nah, I can't. No. I just need to, I need to see the world. And yeah. like, that really rocked me, by the yeah. way. Those three deaths in that one yeah. year. So I go, I'm going to go traveling and I'm just yeah. going to take a couple of years off and go traveling. And when I went traveling, they asked me to do like movies like Star Wars and shit Holy like that. Shit, I was going, yeah. you know what? I, I'm just going to like, I'm yeah. take, this is my time yeah. for me to grow as a person, yeah. explore the world. Yeah. And then I did that and I met so many interesting people when yeah. I was backpacking. I was in South America for a year and then, you know, in yeah. Central America for half a year and in Canada. I, I made so many great friends yeah. and some of the most interesting. One of the reasons I have the podcast is because I like talking to people about their passions. Yeah. About things that they love, you yeah. know, like you, for example. Yeah. So I met all these people that were studying all these interesting things. Yeah. And then when I went back to Australia, 
I said, oh, I want to get into university. Yeah. And the last school year I finished was year 10. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. I got expelled from year 11 twice. Yeah. I kicked out. I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. So then I got into uh, university and then I, uh, I studied literature and I studied philosophy and I really loved those subjects. Yeah. I really loved them. And then I came here and I finished both of those degrees and then I couldn't get a job. Nobody's hiring. <laughs> Nobody's fucking hiring somebody with a degree in philosophy yeah. or a degree in literature. Yeah, and yeah. I had friends that had a master's degree in literature yeah. that end up working in bookstores for ten years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So the the education that you take, yeah, it it you have to be real careful about yeah. why you're taking it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you want to get out of it? Yeah. Like, is it like something like a doctor or an engineer that yes. has a very clear pathway? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or are you studying like liberal arts and fucking yeah. gender studies and whatever, whatever yeah. the fuck it is? And then afterwards, you just go, what am I going to do? Yeah. Or you walk down a path that isn't really the path that you want to do. Yeah. And 10 years, you got the mortgage and the kids and now you're fucking stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, and it's like, I really feel grateful that I chose my path and it's working quite well mm. that I'm kind of open to all jobs. You know, I, I built gymnastic halls and I learned how to like work with concrete and, and steel framings and, you know, like fucking anchoring that shit down and doing stuff like that. But then on the other hand, I can also, I can also, um, work camera. Yeah. And you know, it's like such a big difference. Like, you have to be real like smooth and stuff. The other one is just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then, but I never said no to yeah. anything because I know if I said no, they would not call me again. Yeah. But if I do say yes, maybe three times, I have the, the freedom of them calling me and I actually have the opportunity to say no, but call me next time. And mm. they will call me because they know I can do my shit. And, and I, I will probably say yes, because I, I mean, the opportunity of making money is nice yeah, because yeah. you need money to buy the fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, but it seems like, it, it seems like you've chosen a lifestyle that really suits who you are as a person. For sure. Right. For sure. And I feel like so many people don't do that. And I know a lot of people that yeah. don't do that. And I know I, I've got very good friends that are like in careers that they kind of feel like they're stuck. Yeah. And now maybe they're in their like 30s and 40s. Yeah. And, and it's so hard to turn it's around. It's so hard. I try to tell them though, you yeah. can't turn it around. No. You, you know, you have to, you got to try to turn it around. And then you have to kind of like, th then you need to be like, go to play paddle once a week to kind of like feel some happiness. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah. Then it's just it's not that's it not gonna work for me. Nah. To do like, oh that oh but yeah then we have Friday freaking cafe and have beers. Yeah 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 fuck that. <laughs> I mean I'm, yeah, yeah I don't even know what day it is. Yeah I'm exactly. Like, do Do you have any advice for like young people about like choosing what yeah. to do with their lives? Like how you know what what do you think they should? I think they should say yes to all opportunities because I've especially Norwegian kids they have the mentality of oh i need to be doing this oh i cannot work in mcdonald's like all my fucking friend worked in mcdonald's when i was a kid and all my friends were cleaning bathrooms and being waitress but it's like i feel like now it's like uh i will just study because you get money from studying uh, from studying and you get to where you want to be but you're like i don't know 
maybe you're done when you're 22 and you have zero experience in your in your area mm. and then no one's gonna hire you and you kind of either have to go to nav and get like money from the government because you can't get a job and then you're gonna go into a shitty path where it's like oh it's nice with three money mm. and you just have to send like an your cv to three jobs a week i don't know i don't know how it worked but yeah it's like go out do shit i i worked I worked in um, the bar industry in Hemsedal where I was like cleaning tables and, you know, like doing stuff when I was 16. I was like, I was a 16-year-old um, seasonal worker and all the other guys were like 25. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, it was kind of weird. I kind of regret doing that though because I was maybe two years too young to go and enjoy to it the fullest. But, you know, I, I'm from Denmark. You start drinking when you're like 14 years old in Denmark and... Okay, I went to Norway. We did all this, you know, go to the Apreski and blah, blah, blah. And you, you, I had a sick time partying, all that. But then I was snowboarding. And that was really important to do that because that was kind of my main thing. Mm. But, you know, I worked... Okay, back to the the work kind of thing. It's like I worked in the, the bar industry. Then I worked with the kids in school, like picking up a guy in, in the school, going snowboarding, earning quite good money from that. But, you know, it wasn't really because you couldn't snowboard as you wanted. So I kind of realized I'm not a snowboard teacher kind of person. Okay, then I realized I put that under, uh, I put that away. And I was like, wow, the bar industry doesn't fit me. Then I worked security and working with people. But I was just in the, in the door in mm -hmm. Hemsedal, like welcoming people and, you know, being happy. And I didn't feel like working. For five years, I was doing that and I was stoked. But then I started to do like, feel like videos and funny shit and all this and it was kind of weird to be the security guy throwing out my friends mm. but also kind of making stupid videos with like partying and you know like being the crazy guy in the parties so i kind of like had to face that part out so i i stopped working like in easter when all my friends went hemsedal because i just knew it would be too hard to kick out all my friends because all my friends want to do the stupid shit in the bar, like dancing on the table, like throwing beers and shit, and you kind of have to throw them out. So I was just like in such a big dilemma. Mm. Then I started working. And no, it was actually before, but then I worked in the grocery store in the um, kind of the, um, the fresh food area, yeah. the part like cooking. And I love cooking. So it was perfect. Earning the best season worker salary because it's like governmental rates. Yeah. So worked there for like two years, and it was a blast. We we I worked with with a ho I just visited the homie in Trondheim, Johan, that we worked together, and I would kind of put the prices on the last due meat, and go and buy it off him for like five kroners for Antreco. Yeah, and kind of, we lived like fucking kings, <laughs> eating the best food because the, it would never be sold. So we just bought like the best meat. The best fucking we had like always had like milk because that was always running out of on like the due date and you know so that was sick for two years but then I was like, dude, I want to be funny. Mm. I'm not working in a grocery store and I was making funny videos in the grocery store yeah. along the way, yeah. kind of like building my thing. And then I was working in the Apreski doing funny videos for the Apreski in Hemsedal. And then I was like, okay, I need to just go full on make a company, make videos and events yeah but then i was by by the time i was maybe like 21 22 and i kind of realized okay 
I can make funny videos. I can make a decent amount of money from doing, for example, like commercial videos and all that. So just like learn the basic of the video and have kind of the, as we spoke about before, if you are, if you are, if you have the, um, what do you call it? When you are, uh, when you have the put, like you, what do you, what do you say? Strike while the iron is hot. The confidence. Oh, the confidence. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to build the confidence and then just go for it. Yeah. So now I'm 27 and now I start thinking, it would actually be fun to go to like entrepreneur school yeah. to kind of learn basics, which I already kind of know, but I think it would be good to have a community of people that are doing the same. Yeah. But I'm 20, 27 and now I, I know my path for the rest of my life. Yeah. I want to do this. I want to buy a house in Spain, kind of make a little... You know, like a guest house, tipi, you know, like gab, like um, putting up like uh, lavos, renting it out. If someone wants to rent the whole house, like be ready to pack it down, put all your shit in the shed and then just rent out the house for a week, living in an auto camper, kind of doing commercial, like, okay, I have a job in Denmark, we rent out the house. You know, like yeah. I know fully what I want. Yeah, I got you. So you kind of plan it around your lifestyle. For sure. And the yeah. lifestyle that you want to have yeah. and the interests and the passions that you exactly. that you love. And then figure out a way to yeah. make money doing uh, or being. Like, you know, you probably didn't love fucking all the jobs in Hempstead all, but you were around something that you loved, yeah. which was the mountains. And then like now when you're going to go to do like, you know, more water festivals yeah, and exactly. make that more entertaining and then get yeah. the house in Spain. It's all based around what you want to do and exactly. places that you want to be and, and, and your personality. Yeah. And also like from being around, go for it. Um, also the fact being around people yeah. as security, you like, you speak to a lot of people that are drunk. They, they're going to tell you shit like 90% of the time it's, bullshit but maybe 10 percent. there's some guy that's like fuck man you're funny you should come to oslo mm. and then i moved to oslo because in hemsdale you're kind of stuck with the you cannot you cannot just there is one photographer and that photographer gets all the jobs and you either have to like push him off his throne or go somewhere else yeah because you're not gonna you're not gonna get the job because he already have the clients there. Yeah. You need to go to Oslo. Yeah. Or you need to go to some like as you say like travel and be be uncomfortable. Mm. Because that's really where you learn and grow. And grow. Yeah. And grow because it's so easy to be in Hemsedal and work as a as a bouncer. Like so easy. I wouldn't even think I was going to work. I would go drink coffee. Sometimes I would I would like wrestle some guys and throw them out. But you know, it's just like on the radio, yo, we have another dude that are that suck. We need to kick him out. And I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even argue. I would just be like standing there waiting for the other guys, like, okay, now we are three guys, we need one more, okay, four guys. And the and then the guy is like, ah damn it, there are four guys. Mm. I'm just leaving. Yeah. You know, I some guys are like, bah, I want to fight you. Bah. You know, I'm I'm a bouncer. Fuck you. those guys suck. Hmm. I was just like, but I, I need to go snowboard tomorrow. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to wrestle you, man. Yeah, yeah. 
and then just drink coffee. Be standing there with my coffee cup, man. T- ten minutes, you're gonna be out of here. You can leave now, or you can wait for four more guys to come and carry you out of here. And then they would leave anyways. Yeah. So you know, you grow a lot when you're doing stuff that you might not feel 100% comfortable with. Yeah. So I think that's that's maybe my my main advice for people young kids or whatever do shit that you don't necessarily think is your path but you are going to learn something from it Mm. for sure just get the get the experience points yeah get get the the experience points and get the i'm i really don't want to get stuck here yeah it's like okay go work in the grocery store or do stuff because you're gonna see like you're gonna see the 60 year old lady working there and you're like I definitely don't want to be 60 working here. Nah. Like, but, str- like, but, you, but you won't really get to experience that necessarily if you don't do it. If you're no, just exactly. sitting at home going, I'm going to just get this cozy job and I'm just going to like... Uh, yeah, and yeah. then after 10 years, you're like, fuck, this job sucks. Mm. But then you have no other experience. Yeah. But if you kind of, if you can kind of like be an apprentice or go do stuff in the area that you think you might like, like, I don't know, like, a, a bunch of my friends they work in film as well but like as um like they are either like controlling the lights or you know like carrying shit yeah and it's just like okay it's it's a great way to see how how the industry is working i mean they have zero education all is snowboarding and you know they make good money yeah but and some of them are like wow i really like this industry i, I think i'm gonna pick up a camera and, and start to film because then i'm gonna get the double payment then being the like helping producing Mm. but if i'm actually the camera guy i'm just like rolling in there filming the shit leaving i don't have to carry shit i don't you know it's like but i'm gonna get paid the same and then in the end you you can either realize okay this industry is hard and it's not for me or ah, this industry is hard but it's like worth putting in i don't know 12 hours and then you actually have a month salary yeah from putting in those 12 hours those 12 hours was hard but i I have a month salary yeah from working 12 hours yeah that's worth it that's a good trade-off it's a good trade-off yeah and that's kind of where i am now it's like i have some shitty jobs which are very good paid i don't have a lot but it's enough to kind of run my lifestyle because i don't i don't consume and i don't I don't need a lot. Mm. You got the good balance going. I think so. Yeah, that's important. Dude, I got to wrap this up. I yeah, think for sure. I cameras are going to end. I just got one question for yeah. you, man. Uh, do you ever want to try stand-up comedy? Yeah. You want to do a show? I think I think I would love it. I think you would love it. Yeah. I mean, you're a funny cunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, it's, I, And I thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because we were doing speeches for when we did our trip last year. Yeah. We, we did our... We, we went to Folkeøy School. We went to like a gymnasiums in Denmark and up north and to the high schools and everything. And we did like speeches and everyone was like laughing through the whole thing with Perfect. Magnus and I. Yeah. So I, I was thinking like not necessarily comedy, but like speeches mm. with a funny kind of interest. And I said that to Magnus during our trip. I was like, dude, we need to get someone to hire us to come talk shit. Yeah. Because... Norway is the country where you can actually do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like go to a, I don't know, like th- some high school and talk about life experience. Yeah. But I would love that, and um, I think it would be 
really inspiring. I don't know how I would start, but maybe you can help me. Like, I'll help you. Put, it, put I'll together help you. a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it would be really funny, and I really and that's also like the thing is like I'm open for everything. Yeah, perfect. And I I'm not as I'm not afraid to stand on the stage, but I would definitely feel like the the pressure, the pressure, yeah, a, a little bit uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what we'll do. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll find a show. I'll get you a spot. Just do like five minutes or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. just, just test It'll it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, we'll hook for it up. Sure. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, I think sure. I think you're fucking hilarious. Uh, I I would love it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Dude, thanks for being a guest <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. Sure. Thanks. It was fucking awesome. Sick. All right. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.